Hello and welcome to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. I'm Arthur Yon, co-founder and CEO of Nest Protection Plan. We partner with restorers, contractors, and other home service providers, increase their revenue, grow their authority, and help them build a platform of lifetime customers. We believe that every American family and property owner deserves peace of mind from contamination, mold, and indoor-related illnesses, all for less than a dollar a day. Stick around to the end of the show. We'll reveal how you can be our next guest in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. What's going on? How's everybody doing? This is episode number 12 of the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. We appreciate you joining today. I am your host, Arthur Yan. Um, we have a fantastic guest uh, lined up today, and he is joining us out of northern Colorado. Um, he is the owner, the founder of M&E Painting. He is also an author um, and a very, uh, I guess, thoughtful entrepreneur. Um, and his name is Matt Schaup. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm really good. A little cold in Colorado, but uh, other than that, doing amazing. Yep. Well, that's great to hear. And uh, I know Colorado, you got you got some cold winters, so uh, stay warm, drink some coffee. Looks like you got, got the, that going on right now. Got the Spanish <laughs> coffee and yeah, we're hanging out. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thanks for being on, man. Very, very happy to have you and grateful to have you. Um, and Spanish coffee, real quick. What is Spanish coffee? So I lived in Spain in college back my junior year. It's like 20 years ago uh, while I was at Colorado State. And I just fell in love with the way they make their coffee over there. It's cafe con leche. It means coffee with milk. So it, mm -hmm. it's literally in between a cortado and a latte. It's a couple shots of really good espresso, some steamed whole milk. And uh, I drink way too much of it. <laughs> well, it sounds like that can give you a good jolt right there. Um, it does. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Well, Matt, um, let's, let's, uh, jump in and, and ask you, uh, it sounds like you've got a fascinating story and I want, want to see if you'd share it with us, how you kind of got started with your painting business and into the entrepreneurial uh, world that you're in now. I love it. And I've got kind of two origin stories. So I, I joke, it's funny just to sit here being 41, you know, I should be uh, on paper, I should be dead or in prison. So I grew up in Northern New Jersey, uh, ran around with a lot of kids that are dead, disappeared, or in prison. And um, was a pretty smart kid, uh, didn't really fit in socially. I got bullied pretty severely. So um, I just found myself getting in trouble a lot and, um, you know, hanging out with kids that did the same. So my family and I moved out to Northern Colorado when I was 10. And, you know, same kind of things continued. And uh, I asked them for $200 one day for a, a boom box, the CD player. You remember those? And mm -hmm. they said, go find a way to make your own money. So I said, cool, I'm going to take your lawnmower um, and knock on doors. So from 10 years old, I knew how to knock on doors, set a goal, make money to get something I want. And uh, business for me as a kid, like that gave me a lot of validation and confidence. And like it gave me things that I think every young person, right, is is looking for. And um, it was a, it was a motivator. So I became very motivated to continue in business and make money. And that was just my space. It was what I thrived at. So kind of fast forward to you know being about 20 years old, I'm at Colorado State University and I got recruited by a college painting company. They're a national company and they come out to college campuses and they let you basically work with their money and they train you in their system of guess what? Knocking on doors and selling and then painting homes. So I was, um, you know, for four years kind of in my element with those guys and did really well. 
made a bunch of money and I spent three times what I made and graduate meet my, my college sweetheart. I, I marry her. And, uh, we literally find ourselves in 2004, 2005, six figures in debt. You know, I bought a house. I shouldn't have been able to buy a house. They paid me money to buy a house. So I'm upside down and I'm working in a mortgage banking job. So I said this painting thing, right? We were talking offline. Home services is, you know, kind of painting, kind of dirty, not super sexy. I'm not going to do this forever. You know, it's not, not cool enough. So I'm in mortgage banking, wearing a suit and tie every day, hating life and plotting my escape. You know, I'm figuring out when and how I'm going to get out of this and, and do something probably with business. Boss calls me in one day and he says, uh, put all your shit in the box, you're fired and threw me out of the bank. And I literally had, you know, close to 200K in debt and I needed to make $3,000 in 30 days. So I launched M&D Painting March of 2005 um, with the last $100 I had to my name. And what did I do? Knocked on doors, found a couple of real solid marketing methods, and then just just went after it. That's a fantastic story. Uh, and you, I think a lot of people can relate. Um, maybe not to that level, but a, a lot of people can relate, and 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 they love to hear um, a story to come out of such a dire situation. What you know, you said a hundred dollars to your name. Um, yeah. That's that's amazing. And so you and you pick you couldn't have picked something better with painting. Painting is just I mean, we've all we all know it um, out in the outside world uh, that that homeowners just that's one of the last things that they want to try and do themselves. So, yes, um, I'm sure uh, it sounds like you've grown the business to be pretty large. How big is M&E painting yeah. now? Yeah. So we hit, you know, we hit the million dollar level the first, I think, three years of business. And then we hit the the multi-million about five years into business. And then from there, um, and I can talk more about it. Uh, I don't have the desire to franchise M&D and have multiple locations. We we kind of been there, done that. I've launched some other businesses that I really love. And uh, we do about two to two and a half million a year uh, top line. And we're always looking at making it, you know, simpler, more systematized profitable, but really giving those team members a great opportunity to to grow and develop in their leadership. And uh, we added roofing, gutters, siding repair. We get a lot of hail out here. So that's been a uh, division or, or vertical that we're really growing within the company. And um, yeah, it's just great. I mean, we're a, we're a household established name. I worked really hard to just get that brand and that logo and that name in front of everybody uh, in Northern Colorado, you know, from, from 05 to 2010. And it, and it really worked. We did some fun kind of out of the box marketing. Great. Great. And that, uh, I think you did a good job of it. You, you've got very successful business running and let, tell, let us know what the M and the E stand for exactly. Yeah. It's Matt and Emily. Matt and, and Emily. Okay. So, yep, that yep. makes sense. So I got, I got You're fired working? from the bank. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I, I, I started knocking on doors. I didn't have business cards. Literally. I, I'm, I get home like, Emily, we got to go figure this out. I'll figure the business stuff out tomorrow, but at least let me go get some leads. And I knocked on doors. Hey, I'm Matt going to be painting. Uh, they go, what's the name of your company? And I didn't, I didn't even have that yet. Just oh, M&D. Okay. Do you have a card? No, I don't have a card. I'll, I'll bring you my card. Oh, I left it at home. I didn't have it. And that, yeah, that was how it started. And uh, it's, it's been, it's been fun. I love it, man. That's the epitome of what I always try to preach, which is just, grind 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 hard work um and when you do it in a genuine way and when you do it um you know just without any type of uh any type of give up or any type of quit in your system 
this is you you've yeah. seen the results obviously that's an amazing story matt and um very happy to hear about the success of the business uh let's uh tell everybody a little i'm i'm a fan of hearing a, like little tidbits or pointers little secrets that maybe somebody might have what what's something you could yeah. maybe uh exciting that you could kind of point out about a painting method or a painting trick or something Is you got like anything a in your tool belt ooh, a technical tactical painting trick like to paint faster yeah or, or maybe something ooh people don't think about like what what's they're going around the corners and they are they, you know, they've got, you're trying to use painter's tape. I mean, I don't know what, anything interesting you can drop for us. I mean, what, what, what some of you will laugh at me for and, and many people like we'll, we'll get into not, not arguments, but just friendly discussions is I don't like painting. I'm, I'm not <laughs> a good painter. I, I could tell you, you know, tape caulking is always a great way to run a straight line between wall and ceiling or, you know, a baseboard that's not sealed in. But I think I think a lot of your listeners, if they're painters, they know that. But I, I technically, if you give me a paintbrush, I will screw it up. That is not that is not my my gifting. So I couldn't help you there. I could give you tons of um, lessons. I wish, you know, things that 40 year old Matt would tell 20 year old Matt from mm -hmm. a business, from a leadership standpoint. But I suck at painting, man. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm scared. I'm scared of heights. I don't like to get on roofs. And uh, yeah, I, well, I, love, hey, I love the business side. This is the place to be uh, to be brutally honest about it, right, man? <laughs> well, and, so, I, and, I, and I tell your for your your painters, you know, your painters listening or like the guys that are on, on the tactical side is you can't you can grow a business by working harder and taking on more yourself, um, but find out what you're really good at in the business. Like I know, you know I, I've had painters go, well, "You're not a true painter if you don't know how to paint." Okay, that's fine. I'm a business guy that happens to paint. Call me whatever you want, but I found out what I was good at. And then I found out what the business also needed to be great at. And I found the people that were the best at that. So if you're trying to, you know, cut a straight line and you can't find somebody that can do it better than you. And if you're the best at it, be really careful because your business is not going to scale. If you're cutting straight lines all day, you have to pass those skill sets on to other people. Yeah. Delegation is a, a dicey thing in, in the home service industry. I mean, it like, I think we talked about it before the episode, just people don't want to, uh, to give up that, that hands-on where they feel like they're in charge of, of the job and in charge of all the delicate work. Um, but I mean, you're also in the same position that, that people, a lot of people are, I mean, it's, the painting's not the most exciting, fun thing, but it's yeah. profitable. And you found the structure to, to a way to grow it and scale it. And, um, and leading, let's, let's, ch let's channel through that and lead on to another part of what you're doing, which is you've written two books. Um, and I believe one of them just was released recently. That's the one called yeah. painted baby, but tell, tell us more about your books, what you've written about and, uh, and what, what they're called, where people can find them. Yeah. So I've got both, both of my books are on Amazon. You can find, you know, my author page there. If you go to my website as well, I'm sure you'll link it up. Those are all there. But in 2011, I uh, wrote my first book, Become an Award-Winning Company. And it was uh, kind of a little secret that I found in business is uh, the process and the system to win small business awards and how much it's a process that a lot of businesses don't know about. They had a lot of misconceptions about that, like, oh, I'm just a I'm just a small painting company or a roofing company. I could never do that. Uh, but I actually expose the, the business behind 
the the awards it's a business and um how you win them why you should win them and then how you can take them and leverage them to get tons of free marketing and free pr exposure so we really started leaning into that back in like 2009 and 10 and we've won you know local state national international business awards um from you know me personally as well as the company and i just wanted to really systematize and streamline that for readers uh, I would say, because I'm very honest, right? I'm, I'm big on vulnerability and transparency. Had no idea what it really was to be a really solid author, write a really great book. So that's a great book, but Painted Baby, you know, that's 10 years later, 12 years later, so, so much better. Um, that just came out last week. And um, this book actually encourages readers to share some of their one-star reviews and some of their worst moments in business and stop always trying to paint a picture of perfection uh, and put your best foot forward. You have to put your, your best foot forward, but you you have to also interject some of the places you've made mistakes. And we had a paint sprayer explode on a job site and paint a customer's baby. We almost, you know, it was, a, it was a very bad day at the office. And I was forced to share that one day. And I found that, you know, there's power in storytelling. There's a bigger, deeper power to connect with people when you interject brave and vulnerable moments from your life and your business with those clients. So that's what Painted Baby is about. That's a fast, fantastic concept. It's fascinating. And uh, there's no better way to really open up the curtain and show someone the behind, you know, behind the scenes, the deeper look, which is what people really, really want today. So you, I think you landed on just a, a great philosophy there, a great strategy. Um, everybody, you're right. Everybody's trying to compete for, you know, I've got all five-star reviews. People are kind of savvy to that now. It's like, don't you ever have an occasional person that, you know, has yeah. something to say or an, an issue run into? So I, I love that um, concept behind that. Um, sounds like a, a real interesting read. I, I, I am going to add it to my list. And I, I recommend people do the same. Um, yeah, no, I'm, ex I'm excited about it. Yeah. It's just, you know, the, you just think about how you're selling and what you're telling people. Oh, we're, you know, best this and top quality paints like you. Yeah, you should do all those things anyway. Like that's just what a great business does. But, you know, who's going to be that first company in a market or in a, uh, a particular trade to say, hey, guys, like we're a great company. You should hire us. I'm going to ask for your business. But can I just tell you something really quick that none of my competition is going to say? Um, I want to tell you about a time that I really screwed up. Um, can I tell you about a time I painted uh, a baby? Or can I tell you about a time I actually painted the right color, but I painted it on the wrong house? Mm -hmm. And people go, what? I go, yeah, that really happened. Let me share that story. And it hooks them in it. And it takes them on this journey to where, like, you can say on your website that you stand for integrity and this value and that value. And you it never gets tested when you have an A-plus moment. It gets tested when you paint a baby. Like, yeah. that's when you really show up to show what you're made of. And, and the stories in it, I have stories from other entrepreneurs that have had, you know, crazy stories just like this. And yeah, it's a book full of stories about how to tell stories and be brave and take a risk with people. And it, it raised our booking and closing rate 12 to 15%. So it's not this anecdotal, oh, go share a, an accident. It's I made more profit with this system. So I, I bet you have you've and you've yeah. put a twist on it. Like, like I said, I mean, it's not something that people think about and they just want to seem you know perfect at every moment and that's that's not the i mean you're not really being open up completely to hey we've done something wrong before but we made it right and we 
I mean, that's the biggest thing. So th that's amazing. I love this. Uh, and so, Matt, tell me, um, I want to know a, a more about the jujitsu side of what you're doing, because we haven't really tapped into that yet. You're you're are you a, yeah. a trainer or, or I mean, are you a, like a sensei master? I don't even know what the term is in jujitsu. No, it's it's all good. Yeah, I get it. I call So the, the typical things I get, they go jujitsu and they do this. Ah, is that like karate? I said, no, it's not like karate. <laughs> And uh, do you have a dojo? What do you have? So, um, so I began training Brazilian jiu-jitsu back in 2007. Um, I was a big weightlifting meathead. Again, like I got, I got bullied growing up, was really upset about it. So I'm going to go prove everybody, you know, how, how tough I am. And um, yeah, walked into this Brazilian jiu-jitsu gym and a kid half my age and half my size just mauled me, just beat, beat me, tapped me, twisted my joints and jiu-jitsu. You basically, uh, it's like human chess. You want to take an opponent to the ground, control their body on the ground, and then ultimately maneuver yourself into a position where you can choke them or crank an arm, crank a wrist and get them to tap out. And, um, you know, it's a close cousin to judo, right? And uh, yeah, we own an academy here in Loveland and I'm a, a black belt. I received my black belt from uh, Hegan Machado back in 2020. So that would technically consider me a professor. But um, yeah, it was such a great such a great eye-opening moment uh, back in 07 when that happened. And uh, I speak a lot about the similarities between my jujitsu journey and my leadership and business journey. The lessons I've learned on the mat, they totally translate to to business and leadership and, and just having a better life. So it's a huge part of my life. I think I think without it, I'd be in a totally different place. And uh, yeah, I'm really I'm really glad that that I was introduced to it. And and I have a real heart for teaching kids you know what i what i say is like hey kids you guys you're going to get bullied you're, you're you need to go experience adversity parents if you have kids you can't protect them from the world like they need to see what it's going to be like to get somebody in their face giving them a hard time and jujitsu gives you a tool and i get to give these kids tools that i didn't have when i was a kid i was i was just scared and i reacted in a lot of ways that weren't helpful i got a lot of bad advice from people that that wasn't helpful and some of that stuff carried into like my adult years. I mean, it wasn't until I was like 30 that I realized, man, I'm still carrying some stuff from being bullied by this same girl on the playground in second grade. Wow. And yeah. I mean, hey, you were you were able to overcome it. You were able to, to use yeah. um, the, you know, learning and, and going back and addressing something like from your past. I mean, what could be healthier? I think so many guys, men, people. We, you know, yeah. we always want to seem tough and macho and, yep. you know, we got our egos and all that, but to be able to go back and say, Hey man, I got a little bit of stuff I might need to unpack and, and, and think about. Mm -hmm. And, um, and by the way, the, I, I have some, uh, past Taekwondo, uh, experience, yeah. but jujitsu, that's yeah. why I was kind of off the map with, uh, with the term terms and terminology. No, there, that's so. okay. Anyway, no, it's, it's, it's not as, it's not as a commonly known, it's not a, as commonly known as some of the other, the other martial arts. So no, it's really fun to, uh, to introduce to, to people. It's all about leverage and timing and technique and using somebody else's energy against them. And it's what a great business analogy, right? Like how does this small guy with a hundred dollars, with no skills, with no contacts, use that to the best of their ability to grow and scale something. I mean, it's, again, it's, it's a total parallel to, to business, right? You're going to be under pressure and stress and you need to be patient. You need to find the right time and the right way to move. And then, you know, use your competitor's energy and their brand awareness, use that against them. Not that you're trying to fight and beat your competition. There's enough business to go around, right? For everybody. Um, there's, there's abundance out there, but, uh, 
yeah, it's just, it was really cool to see my journey develop and then see me grow as a leader and your business will only grow to the, to the point that you grow as a person and you really like uncover your, your personal stuff and traumas and your, and your past. Like if you can't get over that in life, it flows over to your business. Absolutely. Amazing. So true. And so in depth, <clears throat> Matt, I appreciate it. <clears throat> and excuse me, I'm getting a little, maybe choked up okay. on all this. Um, but, uh, this, is, this, has been, <laughs> this has been so much fun, Matt. I appreciate you Thank being you. on the show. Um, before we close out, tell everybody what your website is and how they can yeah. get in touch with you. Yeah, website is mattshaup.com. And uh, I've got a, a free tool database. So business building and leadership developing tools. So it's just an email you get all kinds of links to some really great stuff, workbooks, leadership, personality surveys, and uh, that's always, always growing. And yeah, you can find everything about me there. Love it. I appreciate it, Matt. This has uh, been an amazing interview, amazing conversation. He's Matt Schaup. He is the owner and founder of M&E Painting. He's also written um, two books. Go check them out on Amazon. It is uh, Painted Baby and Become an Awarded remind me again become an awarded business award-winning company award-winning company i'm sorry yeah, yeah. i, I had the tip of my tongue so become an award-winning company painted baby they both sound like amazing phenomenal reads add them to your list um and once again matt shout thanks for being on the show with us today arthur i appreciate you man thank you we appreciate you man this is wonderful um so this is going to wrap it up for this episode of the home service small business spotlight we will see y'all next time have a phenomenal day Arthur Yon here. Thank you so much for listening to the Home Service Small Business Spotlight. If you are a successful restorer, contractor, or home service provider who would like to be on this program, please visit jointhenestteam.com slash go. If you got something out of this interview, would you also share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the social. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag HSSP Spotlight. I love seeing your posts, love seeing your guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and your reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, jointhenestteam.com slash go, or follow me on LinkedIn and Facebook. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.